Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash pro revenge video. If you want to join me in getting revenge against all the haters out there, make sure to hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by Wifer2016, Petty Revenge on the Rude Scooter Lady. Some info, I'm disabled. I use a walking frame to keep me from falling over on a regular basis. With it being Christmas time, I have my frame decked out with cute hanging ornaments that include a set of jingly bells that chime as I walk. In other words, I'm hard to miss, as you can see and hear me coming. Currently, my mom is in the hospital, so I'm visiting her on the daily. Normally, not a big deal. Not so much today. Our city hospital has a courtyard that you have to cross to reach the front doors. Said courtyard is paved in cobblestones. Cobblestones are the bane of my existence. Uneven, lumpy, threatening to make me fall as my walker catches the edge of every single one. I swear. As I was shuffle hopping my way across the courtyard this morning, trying very hard not to kiss dirt, a woman, let's call her Karen, came barreling by on her oversized electric scooter. She was easily going at her top speed, whatever that was. Far too fast for an area filled with patients in wheelchairs on crutches, and me. Karen was a woman on a mission, headed right for the doors while clocking a Mach 10. She flew so fast and so close to me, she almost knocked me flat. I stared at her in shock as she zipped by without so much as a howdy-do, let alone an apology. After I got steady on my feet, I contented myself with a huff and a glare at Karen's back and resumed my shuffle hop towards the doors. Hey, the Canadian glare of disapproval is not to be trifled with. Revenge time. When I got inside, I saw Karen having a chat with security. She wanted to skip the C-19 check-in station. He was telling her no. At that moment, she saw me come in and tried to beeline to check-in before me. Well, I wasn't about to let her flatten me again, so I hauled butt ahead of Karen and cut her off. Insert indignant huff behind me. I then had the most wonderful five minutes of pure petty vengeance. Since Karen was in such a huge hurry to get places, I slowed down and took my time talking to security at the check-in desk. Hello, it's such a pretty day, isn't it? Oh, you need a vaccine passport? It's on my phone, one second. Oops, sorry, scrolled too far. Here you go. My ID now? Let me get that for you. You want me to sanitize? Sure, very important, yes. Let me make extra sure I do a good job back of my hands in between my fingers yes i do need an inside mask thank you let me just take a moment to change masks before i go into the hospital all those vulnerable patients can't be too careful thank you for your help you have a great day behind me karen was huffing and puffing i'm very sure security knew exactly what i was up to as she was grinning so big when i was done and started my shuffle hop across the lobby i heard karen talking loudly behind me about being late i gotta admit it warmed the bottom of my dying heart and i was beaming behind my mask peppermint scented perfection with some glitter on top okay so i'm kind of curious here be honest if you're going somewhere on foot 
and somebody with a walker or crutches or something's in front of you and they're taking their kind of careful time walking, is it going to upset you in the back of your mind whether or not you actually would ever say anything or do anything? Would you be like, this kind of sucks, I wish we could just kind of get along here? Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Vegetable Dig 8038 Don't pay me for my labor? Freak you too. This one happened earlier this year, and every now and then I do feel bad about it, but... Sometimes I also just don't care because he was a jerk. I'm in my early 20s and started a nice side gig of labor work. Drywall hanging, framing, trash haul, demolition, cleaning, etc. I accepted a job where I would clean out a house that an older person passed away in. No big deal. I filled a 40-yard dumpster by myself and cleaned the entirety of the house. This took a few trips to finish. I was owed $300 for labor. I called the boss when I finished and he said he's been out working too and asks if he can get me tomorrow. No problem. Well, on my way home, my vehicle caught on fire and I was dead in the water. I immediately called him and told him what happened and asked if he could run that over for me tonight and just subtract the gas money from it. He said no problem. Nothing happened. I was 12 miles away from my house and I had to call a tow truck. Luckily, I found a cheaper one. The rest wanted a minimum of $250. I get home to find my 8x8 trailer with a bunch of building material I had scavenged up from old job sites and marketplaces freaking gone. Whenever I bought my place, I had a verbal agreement with the owner that the trailer would be included with it. No papers or nothing. No title or registration. His crackhead buddy who was told multiple times he couldn't have it, straight up pulled up to my house and stole it. The freak? And then offered to sell it back to me for $400. The freak? Anyway, I was being ghosted by this dude for days upon days and weeks. I was messaging and calling every 3-5 to days and getting told, we'll have to pay you on X date. But I'm seeing him post pics of him at strip clubs and fancy dinners and all that, when they tell me a certain day. Immediately I'm pissed off. At this point, I've been waiting a month to get paid $300. I've needed that money bad. I worked for it, bled for it, lost sleep for it. Immediately after my day job of drywall hanging, I went over to this house for that guy. Not even going home. He said he was on a schedule and his last two guys walked out and he needed it done fast. I went above and beyond for this freaker. He seemed cool at first. I hauled everything out of that house by myself. Dressers, nightstands, couches, TV stand, trash, trash, trash. Try to be nice, tried to give chances, the benefit of doubt. I didn't want to be that person. But it's like, dude, enough is enough. If you can afford a pair of boobs, you can afford to pay me for my labor first. I mentioned I bought a place, it was a fixer-upper. Lots of trash, expired food, diapers, etc. were in it. I had a lot of contractor bags filled with trash already from cleaning it up. I loaded my little truck up, typed the code in the lockbox, and dumped it all. Vinegar, expired milk, beans, clamato, vodka, apple cider, butter, poop diapers, pee bottles, not mine, pie, so much I was gagging. I didn't get paid, so I undid what I originally went over there to do. I later got in contact with him, told him I was tired of it, you've been freaking me around for a month, and I see you posting pics at bars and strip clubs, freak you. I don't work for free, and you'll soon come to know that. I then blocked him, and that was it. About five months later, I unblocked him just to do it, went on his profile. First post I see is a photo of his work truck on fire and him asking for prayers and donations. Yeah, screw you, runt. This is a message to all you fellow young workers out there. Do not work for free. 
demand your money, you earned it. It is yours. As much as it sucks and as good of a learning tool as it is to see OP get screwed over on this, I think the most important thing you take away from this is definitely get at least half of it up front. If it's a big or a dirty job, if they're not willing to pay you at least half of it up front, and ideally have some kind of thing in writing that says they're going to pay you the other half upon completion of services, probably is just not worth it to chance it on that. Just in your mind skip to the end and think about how much it would suck being stuck doing all that stuff and not getting paid. Probably that alone would be worth it enough to make sure you get at least half or like a contract or something. Our next story is by Ethereal Esoterica. You've been waiting 10 minutes? Wait more. So I work at a gas station that sells the usual assortment of things that are bad for you, both age restricted and not. I was filling the coolers, which open from behind, when somebody comes around the corner and asks if I'm working the register. I tell them yes and circle around the building to go back in. As I'm walking, somebody going towards the register mutters something about having been there for 10 minutes already. I was literally watching the lead up to the register from inside the coolers, peeking my head around the corner and even going into the aisle to check where drinks went from the front. This guy just pulled up and is giving me crap for no reason. I don't know why, but this always makes my blood boil. I've worked retail my whole life, so I'm pretty good at choking the rage down and suffocating people to death with kindness. Honestly, I'm no good in a fight, physical or verbal, so this works for me. The spree de la scalier leads to some nice barbs to toss around once everyone's gone, and I can vent a bit. Anyway, the guy's last in line, and I'm thinking how to handle this. I could ignore it and continue as normal. That would be peaceful. I could be short with them and less polite than usual, passive aggressive. I could be rude as freak, insist they hurry through everything because clearly they'd been here too long as it was. I could be just slow as heck, blame it on computer problems. Heck, it might happen anyway. They get to the counter. I've decided to just try and get them done quickly. Then they ask for cigarettes and the penny finally drops. ID. They're old enough that I wouldn't normally ask but young enough that my boss would have my back for asking. I can waste their precious time and be a good little cog in the machine, I ask. They don't have it. They don't have an ID of any kind. Sorry, can't sell without ID. Off they go, time wasted, vices unfulfilled, into the cold. Slate to payback in record time. I could imagine some scenarios where the guy might have possibly been waiting. If it's one of those convenience stores where you can see into the windows and see if anybody's at the register from outside, maybe they were waiting for somebody to actually be at the register before even going in. But any like technical thing like that where maybe they were waiting, it's still kind of their fault for not just going in the store and making their presence known. In the end though, as nice as it might be to be patty to them and try to get some little revenge, it might just be the best thing to get it over with and get them out of there as quick as you can. This next story is by LaFranz on Reddit. My mom roasts people who make fun of her bowl cut. So, a bit of context, my mom decided to get a bowl cut for a while. Everyone in my family really found it hilarious. I think one reason she wanted to get one is to show that she doesn't really care about what people think about her. She really felt pretty in her haircut. 
So, on to the story. We went out a few months ago and my mom went to shop for food. When she was almost done and about to go to the cashier, she could see people snickering somewhere nearby. They were obviously laughing at her bowl cut. Mom really didn't mind them that much until one of them said, roughly translated to, I snorted so hard from laughing. So my mom had enough and clapped back by saying, you weren't snorting from laughter, you were snorting because of how fat you were. Obviously she compared them to pigs and they were left speechless. And my mom had a good story to tell us when she came back. It's brutal, but it's a comeback nonetheless. I mean, these kids were being obvious jerks, so calling them pigs is kind of just an eye for an eye. You're gonna go and make fun of somebody's appearance and laugh till you're snorting about it? Then yeah, I think you getting called a pig is kinda fair in return. Our next story is by The Butthole Surfer. Take up two spaces at the gas station. I'll take my sweet butt time leaving. I pulled up to the gas station to fill up my motorcycle, and the only pump available is blocked by a Mercedes SUV pulled up onto both spaces. Being that I take up minimal space on the bike, I was able to squeeze right in front of her bumper and I filled up my tank. It took me very little time to fill up, so I finished around the same time as she did. She got into her car and waited for me to back out so she could drive forward. Instead of making it easier for her to drive through and me to back out, I got off my bike and went inside to browse the snacks and drinks. I took my sweet butt time and bought some Hostess cupcakes. When I got back, she had already left. I ate those cupcakes with a smile after I was able to drive forward easily and knowing she had to inconveniently back up and then pull forward. I already have enough discontent for people who double park, whether it's on purpose or accidentally, but who goes and double parks in front of the pumps? This person really pulled up where they were blocking both of the pumps and was like, yeah, this is fine. I'm just here for a minute. Nobody's going to need the other pump. In my eyes, the only thing that would have made this story perfect is if another person pulled up alongside the vehicle and another person pulled up behind them. And then all three of them went into the store and had Hostess cupcakes together. That's what this person deserves for blocking both of the pumps with one car. And our final story of the day is by Gear Kitty. Use my email, face the consequences. I have a remarkably simple email address, something similar to a John Smith at Gmail. I got in on the early beta for Gmail. The problem with this is there's one person in Texas and another in California that insist on using my email address as their own. I've attempted to reply all to group messages asking these people's friends and family to contact this person and politely ask them to stop using my email address. After several months of this, I gave up and settled for petty revenge. Oh, you booked a service out of the dealership? Let's just cancel that. Rental car reservation? Nope. Don't know what happened to that. I stopped short of canceling a doctor's appointment on them, but I think they finally figured it out. What do you guys think the chances are of these people being in the senior citizen age range? They're probably the kind of people that hardly ever even use their phone. Maybe don't even really understand what email is or how to use it. I understand OP's plight because it's kind of annoying having your inbox filled with other people's stuff, maybe accounts getting made with your email, but I would feel pretty guilty canceling their reservations and their appointments just for some form of revenge. But what more can you do to really get the message through to them that this is not their email? But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. 
So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.